Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I'm sure you all know Huey Mon. Huey is quite famous for his stints on Big Brother, Strictly Come Dancing, um, First Dates, Eating with the Enemy, as well as many other things. And he is a character now that is larger than life, but unfortunately he has a particularly bad week this week and he joins me on the air. Huey, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. How are you? How are you, Huey? How's things? I, I see you all of the time on the television, Huey. You, just, <laughs> you seem to be just appearing on everything these days. Thanks so much. I have a lot of time. I mean, you have to try to, I don't know, find a few loopholes during this lockdown to get yourself out of the house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. And how are you, how are you occupying yourself at the moment? Well, I, I couldn't go to a normal restaurant, so I had no choice but to get on to the first dates restaurant, the only one that was open. That did, um, by the way, that didn't go too well. He was a little bit rude, uh, wasn't he? Absolute bloody imbecile. But I mean, we all make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Think we're gonna, like, I don't think he was too impressed with the fact that you were saying hello to everybody else. You know what I mean? Well, I was saying hello to everybody else because I had a wooden plank in front of me that didn't want to speak. Um, but um, what have I been doing? I've done some makeup courses during the lockdown. Right. Um, I've are, you, are you working on the false tan? On the false <laughs> Yeah, you were famous for the false tan going back a while ago there, weren't I'll you? I always love a tan. Um, I wanna, I've started doing, um, it's called an, a, an AMP course, Anatomy and Physiology, and it's the, basically it's the beginning course to being qualified in the aesthetics industry. Because right. I want to I have my own business doing like lip fillers and all of that. Well, so well, well, well done to you. Look, at least you've ambition and, and I and hope... This is what's keeping me focused at the minute. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, look, Huey, you know, what I wanted to talk about, first of all, I mean, you had a very unfortunate incident this week. Mm. You know, you were physically and verbally abused uh, this week. What happened? You were in Dublin. What happened? So I was out for a walk. Um, I go for walks all the time um, and runs and whatever. Um, and I was just on my way home. I was about a mile away from home, my normal route I always do. Um, I had a bunch of kids across the road trying to alert me. And that happens sometimes with people recognise me from telly, so I just kind of say hello or whatever. And I said, oh, hiya. And then they went, are you Huey Mon? And I said, yeah. And immediately all burst out laughing. And that said homophobic jibes that I don't think I can say on air. Oh, well, they were calling you names, were they? Yeah, really, really homophobic geography stuff about gay men, what gay men do together, let's say, in a really yeah. geography disgusting way. Um, talking about what surgery I've had done shouting out Big Brother and my ex's name to me. So they, they, they knew exactly what they were talking about. Everybody, a lot of people said they were just kids, but they knew exactly what and they were talking about. And how many of them was there? About 10, I'd say, 10 to 15. And they were all kind of teenagers, in a kind of 14, yeah. 15, 16 years of age, yeah. Yeah, I'd say around that was like 16 to be the oldest. And then I, in fact, really weirdly, down to about 10, about 10 year olds, I'd say. Yeah. Or they might have just been a bit older, but small for their age. Yeah. But they were, they were all in it. Um, you couldn't even see them all on the videos and it's been going on for a few minutes before I even videoed because I only videoed I never thought anyone would be talking about it it's been on the front page of the paper everything I didn't know any of that would happen I didn't even know Yeah, well, well, I'm glad you did because we only mentioned yesterday we talked to a chap yesterday who had been beaten up in Dublin and, and we were only saying you know nowadays it's it's easier to catch the culprits because everybody has a camera and you should always try and video it for evidence that's what I'd done because yeah. I wanted to know who the kids was yeah. If they were adults, I'd probably have rang the police on the spot or something. But um, I wanted to know who they were 
to say that I know their parents because I had an idea. I do know who they are now. And I also wanted to make people around that local area aware that everyone walks their dogs around the area. There's, um, there's a lot of action, like the shops and sunbed shops and all of that. All there and a lot of... And where, sorry, where was it, Hugh? What area was it? It's, it was, it's in an area that's called Hampton Mud and it's um, in, in Ballymun, between Ballymun and Finglas. Right, okay. Um, just down from Charlestown Shopping Centre. And I know the area, I know the there's area. There's a lot yeah. of new houses and everything there and like regeneration for Ballymun over the years. And so a lot of people live there, a lot of people with kids and a lot of people go out walking there. All the local convenience stores are there and salons and whatever. So in other words, it's a busy area where people will be walking around. And do they, do they, so they, they sound very Abusing you, you took out your phone to obviously get get a bit of yeah, evidence in case. Throwing glass bottles, to start throwing stones. Bottles, oh no! Like mineral bottles they had in their hands, like Lucas Ed bottles, and they start throwing them across the road. Could have smashed someone's window. Could have hit somebody on the sidewalk. But I, I, all of this has been put into like the local residential group chats on Facebook and all. And these the same gang of kids have, have done this to loads of people. In fact, a lot of people around that area won't even let their kids out. They said they won't let their kids out playing about or whatever until they go to their grandparents or whatever. Mm. It's horrible. It's horrible. And, and I see this This comes back to, and, and it was, and I'm sorry that happened to you, Huey. That's a terrible thing to happen to yeah, anybody. Yeah. And it must have been very frightening and intimidating for it, you it, as well. It, it was Even sad, though they're kids, but, you know. Yeah, I, it was sad. I wasn't intimidated, if I'm telling the truth. I just felt sad thinking what, like thinking back to what And that's that's away. what I wanted to get to, right? And I, I, I want to come to you, you know, as a member of the travelling community growing up and being gay. But what makes a 10-year-old, you know, I mean, obviously they get, you can't blame the 10-year-old for, you know, shouting homophobic things because he gets no. it from somewhere else. He's not intelligent enough to understand what he's doing is wrong. So where, where do they think they're getting, they're, they're getting it from their parents, obviously, are they? Of course, adults yeah. and stuff. But like, it's, well, like I know a lot of people in those kids' families and they're really nice. I've known a lot of them for years. So you can't really blame everyone. It's pack mentality. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, a lot of people in this world doesn't know better, but generally there are people from different generations to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I'm, I'm an old conservative, Huey. I'm a kind of conservative person, mm. but I couldn't give a shit if somebody's gay or straight. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't bother. I don't think a lot you know what I mean? Cares. I just don't think... I think in this world, if you're not very seen to be believing somebody or very for something, you're kind of... You're seen as being against it or, or almost. Um, mm. But... As far as, right, right, particular backgrounds, there's a lot of people that can feel very, very, very suppressed. And I was talking about this last night on Eating With The Enemy on Virgin Media. And actually, if anyone's listening, you can watch it on the app because it's a very interesting conversation. Okay, so yeah, but just for people who don't know, so Eating With The Enemy is essentially you having dinner with somebody who had very, would have very different views on life to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they purposely do this with eating with the enemy. They yeah, put two yeah, people yeah. who are poles apart together, and it's not—it's not so much so you can all kick, kill each other or oh, anything. No, it's, well, it's so you can debate issues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not told what to do. I mean, if you wanted to chuck drinks over one another and we're at the restaurant, we could have. But, uh, it wasn't that type of show for me. But, you, but you, did, you did mention on the show that you had talk, talked about the fact that you attempted suicide at 16. When I was 16, yeah. And why did you I, do that, Huey? I just felt so misunderstood. I didn't know what it was to live for in life. I had a very tumultuous relationship with my father. Um, I grew up around so much toxic masculinity. I've never felt represented in the travelling community. Never felt any travellers in the media. I just, I just, I just felt like a waste and a piece of rubbish. And I, I just had so many self-esteem issues. And I just, I just hated everything about myself. Well, I mean, see, the travelling community, by its very nature, the culture is very conservative and always has been. But that's a very much a stereotype as well. And as I said, it's past generations. Well, quite religious, but, isn't it, Huey? 
Yeah, they're very but, religious people. But look, you're looking at me. I'm not all of them things, and I'm mm. a toddler. So no, no, I'm not saying you are, but what I'm saying is when you're growing up in that culture, I suppose, yeah. and, I, and I talk to Martin Beans Ward about this you before. You feel that way. Yeah, you, you do feel, feel that, that way. way, yeah. And you feel very suppressed, and it's very, do you know what, in this world, it's very easy to go over what everybody else is doing. It takes real honesty to stand up and go against the grain and be who you truly want to be, because we live in a world where Anything outside of the ordinary, you're judged for it. And now with social media and reality TV and stuff, it's a goldfish bowl. Everyone's got something to say about everyone. But as you get older, you do become a lot more stronger, which is why the other day, like, people calling me gay and whatever, even whatever context I've said in. Yeah, so I mean, I'm a, but look at how misunderstood they were. They were shouting stuff like, you're a paedophile, you're a molester, just yeah, because you're gay. Disgusting. It was disgusting. Yeah. And, like, I just want to point out as well, any person that, even if it's not in a negative way, has ever had a certain view, maybe even on the travelling community or any background where people can be suppressed, whether you be a traveller, you be Catholic in Ireland years ago, you're Muslim or whatever. If you watch the actual episode and the conversation I have with this lady, it's actually brilliant. And I've got, I'm not saying it comes to myself. It's so good because there's two people from the same background, two different generations. She's more religious than I am. Um, we actually come to a great agreement. We, we do really understand one another and we're very respectful. But the content of what we talk about has never been really discussed so publicly by travellers. Like, if you look at the high-profile travellers in the media, they, they never speak about the internal stigma in the travelling community. Um, the die of suicide for young traveller men is eight times higher than any other background. And suicide is already an epidemic. Is, is that because, Huey, that young travellers feel that they have to live up to this expectation? Definitely. They're yeah. so suppressed. And I never felt that way, weirdly, because I always thought outside the box. But is the culture changing? But, Huey, is the, is the travelling culture changing? Well, I mean, the travelling culture, for me, looking, uh, for me as a settled person, looking at the travelling community, the community to me was always the man went to work, uh, they left school early, because the woman would leave school early to get married young, to have children, very that religious. It, that, that, that is the culture, isn't it? And it is just, it can still be like that, but of course the law doesn't just let people leave school early and stuff now, which I agree with. Um, although I also don't agree with the law or anyone impeding on, on one's culture if they want to live by it, because they wouldn't do that if it was a person from another country came in here and was practicing a particular religion or had to wear like that to be all covered up from head to toe. You know, there'd be a worldwide war mm-hmm. if any country imposed the legislation to stop that. But funnily enough, in the UK at the minute, to try to impose um, a law to... One second, I'm on the phone. Yeah, I'm on the phone. <laughs> He's on the phone. Yeah, I'm, on the, I'm on the phone. I'm on live on the radio. <laughs> um, but to try to impose... I can't believe that's just happened. But to run a le- there's a legislation... Um, Who was that you were you were talking to? My dad is so irritating. <laughs> um, I hate living at home at this stage, but... Um, to try to impose a bill, a legislation that basically uh, makes a nomadic lifestyle, which basically means moving from place to place, yeah. illegal and... And some of it can carry up to 10 years in prison. I know, but I know. But that legislation was brought in. I think Mary Robinson was the one that signed the legislation many, many years ago where you can't stop at the side of the road, blah, 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 blah. But, no, I, I, but I think, I think that it was because there was, well, there was other social issues, Huey. And we can't ignore the fact that at the time, particularly, going back, say, 20 years ago, there was other social issues around the fact of people, you know, living in caravans, moving around from place to place, you know, and, and obviously litter and all the and other social issues. And all. Kids education. Yeah, and children's and, education and, was important. And, and by the way, I watched three uh, young ladies uh, on the Late Late Show about two years ago there. They were brought on and given a big round of applause because they were travellers and they'd gone to college, right? And I said to myself, 
Why are we giving people a round of applause for going to college? And it was almost patronising to these three young ladies who had gone to college who were members of the travelling community that it was almost some sort of, you know, we're patronising them. it is, because you see it from a different place, it is patronising. But the problem is, at the minute, is people still don't expect that. And a lot of these younger people have really had to go against the grain to do that. There's a lot of, like, there's traveller women, if you're not married by the age of 25, people assume you're a lesbian. Like, this is genuinely what, what goes on. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, that's why we'll be getting a round of applause. In time, hopefully, nobody will even think of giving a round of applause for that. But right now, when it comes to particular backgrounds, whenever people do, for whatever reason. But... Yes, there is social issues. Education is impacted. There's all of these things where travellers living a travelling, like travelling, moving around lifestyle. That wouldn't be for me. I wouldn't. I don't. And when I want to, I want to just get back to. There's two things I want to get back to. I'll talk about your dad in a second, and I know he's there. But I, but I also want to talk about the fact that you said at 16 years of age you attempted suicide. Now this is obviously in relation to your own sexuality, and obviously fighting against what you believe in the travelling community was a massive toxic masculinity. And of course, there is. There's masculinity within the travelling community more so than outside the settled community. So what, what do you remember that day? I mean, what were you feeling that day when you said, um, I, I want to end it all? And I, I'm glad you didn't, Jimmy, by the way. I'm glad you're here talking yeah, to me today. It was about 10 years ago. Well, it was about 26 or so, yeah. 10 or so years ago. Um, and I, I just at that time, like I said, at the top of this interview, I just felt really worthless. I just, I just didn't... The reason why... Like, because when I took, I was, it was tablets I took, and I, and I vomited them all up about 10 minutes later, thank God. Thank God, And yeah. there was loads. I took a full box. It would have been about 100. I'd have been dead or had liver damage. Um, and what, you just felt there was no future for you within the community? I, I, I didn't go through it. I vomited them up because I didn't want to die. I've always knew, I always had dreams of seeing the world and being my own person, but I just didn't know how to do that. When I'm sat around men that are being homophobic, being sexist, being all these things, when I'm just not your average person, I've always been a bit strange to others because I'm a very, very, very passionate person. It's what I care about more in the world. Is I don't need to be on the radio and I don't need to be doing a motivational speech to stand up for other people's rights. And it doesn't matter if I'm not black. I don't want to sit around somebody who's been racist. I've always been that person and not everyone will stand up for what they believe in as much as that will. And I, I've always been that person. So I just kind of didn't know how I was going to continue in life doing that. Like whilst obviously being a kid and still living at home and in school, I just wanted to be up and out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wanted an escape. That's what I wanted. But look. And that, it, it was, it was kind of like, okay, the point you're making is when you're a young traveller, there's expectations and you weren't fitting into the traveler. box. This is, what, this is the point that I always try to get away from. I do talk about internal stigma in the travelling community, but it's not just travellers. It can be millions of backgrounds. There's so many travellers that don't think that way. Look at me, for example. Mm. It weren't like that. It's not everyone. Times have changed. Things have evolved. Look at two travellers on the television last night. They might have been from different generations, but neither was rude to the other one. And I get Maureen's point of view. But what I don't like is the constant typecast and how the papers write stories about travellers. And for some reason, when it's negative, like travellers are convicted of whatever crime... Why did the fact that they're a traveller is not relevant to what they've done, but it's always been made relevant to it. It's always been attached but do you, to the But do you think travellers, traveller. yeah, but Huey, do you think travellers, when you look at the disproportionate amount of <clears throat> travellers that are in jail, when I say disproportionate in relation to the whole prison Same population. To the population, yeah. I get that. Okay, do you think travellers themselves, you know, within the community 
are dealing with that issue as to why that's happening and, and understanding well, why that's... Not because not everyone in the generation before me is educated in that way. My generation is. All of my cousins and friends have at least gone to junior cert. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, some have gone further than a lot of the non-travelers. And, and also, you don't need to go to university in order to be successful in life. Not every business... Kim Kardashian never went to university, and she's no. No, no, no I, I'm not. I'm not a big believer, by the way. If somebody, some people are just not cut out for university, an apprenticeship no, would be far better off, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Can I just say to you about that whole thing you're asking me about the prison and stuff? There is two sides to it. There is travellers that genuinely have zero respect for society. There's travellers that are disgusting. Negativity sells the papers and the media and people's word of mouth and gossip. Hence, why they're the ones that the stereotype and everyone talks about. But there is people that do negative things in this world because they're they're, they're being defensive. There's a lot of people that doesn't feel like they can even um, get an opportunity in life. So don't see the point in going to university. I had friends growing up that were incredibly smart that used to say that they're not criminals now, but they never knew their worth or fulfill mm-hmm. their destinies in life because they never felt like the opportunities were there because... Even me, when I was in school, I was treated differently by teachers. So the amount of stuff that used to get said to us by other students. and half When you say you were treated differently, Huey, when you were in your classroom, what, how would yeah. the teacher treat you differently? Well, I'll tell you, for example, now, I was born in 1994, so I'm talking about the 2000s when I was in primary school. I'm not okay. talking about the yeah. 60s. I'm only 26. I, I left school only eight years ago. Right, less than a decade ago. So how, so how would they, would they so discriminate against you? In my you? primary school, I had a principal, and I'll never forget this because I can't believe that this used to happen. If a travelling child got into trouble or got into a fight on the, uh, in the playground or out the yard, as they call it, that principal used to stay over the tannoy, over the intercom. I can't even believe it when I think back now as an adult that this was even, he didn't get arrested. Can all traveller kids come to the office, which to me is causing segregation anyways. I don't know why we all need to be brought up and why we need to make this decision. It certainly wouldn't be said over the Tannoy system nowadays, but go on. No, yeah. and it wouldn't be said if you were black, if you were Muslim, if you were anything else, it wouldn't be Could said. you imagine, yeah, if a, if a principal said, can all black children come to the office? Yeah, yeah. can you imagine that? Yeah, that wouldn't I'm really... Irish and, I, and this yeah. is my own country, my own town, where even my mother grew up in Ballymun as well, right, never mind just me, that's getting said to me. We'd go up to the principal's office and he used to have a poem and said, not where you get lines for getting in trouble, he used yeah. to give you a poem to write out and as an anti-bullying poem, and let's get it, it was a red piece of paper and he would get one travelling child out of us all, there was about 40 of us in the office, to read out this anti-bullying poem because we all needed to know not to bully people because one kid had got into a fight in the yard. So because one kid had got into a fight, all the travellers were tired of the same bush, so to speak. Yeah, and that was, I mean, shocking. Did. Oh, by the way, I, I wanted to get back to you. You mentioned that you had a, a tumultuous relationship with your father, who's there. I can I heard him behind you a while ago. Yeah, I yeah. mean, how is that relationship now? Oh, great. Uh, I, I, exactly as you take it as a younger person getting older with their parents, it's it's to and fro. It's whatever. Yeah, I love like, it. I love hate relationships. Since I'm home, it's like I used to fall out with him years ago, like you do when you're twenty, twenty one, or whatever, when you're just trying to be the man, or whatever. And then I moved away, and everyone was all missing one another. And I thought, oh, we just only argued because I was younger, and he didn't really get me, and whatever, and whatever else. And 
I've moved home and I've realised we're just probably all too similar. This is why we fall out during this pandemic and we're all just shoved together like sardines. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you eat, you're stuck with somebody, so you're going to have to like them. By the way, I've had a lot of calls in, by the way, Huey, to say that you were accredited and they watched you last night oh, and they really you. wanted to commend you on the way you spoke and the way you treated Maureen as well. well my right? relationship is great with my father now and he's a prime example of the situations like in the past when... Um, like, he wouldn't have necessarily gone out and homophobically abused somebody, but he definitely wouldn't have stood up for gay people's rights either. He wouldn't have got it. He probably would have... Do you think he was... When you told him you were gay first, was he di- was he disappointed him. or saddened, do you think? I think he was very sad and very worried because he's scared of me getting into situations like I did on Monday and not being able to handle them. But right, I'm okay. very, very strong. Um, but... I think it's just more, I think a lot of people get very scared because especially when you go up in a world like the travelling community and you hear all these comments all the time, it's it's the same with girls when it comes to sex outside of marriage. When you grow up around so much toxic masculinity, a lot of guys do feel like they're above women. They do feel like they can have sex and girls can't. But then they're homophobic, so who are they having sex with? If they're having sex with girls. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, there was that old kind of line, if you were a guy having sex, you were a hero. If you were a girl, you were a slut. Yeah. It's so stupid. Like yeah. you're you're wanting to have sex with girls but then you, you judge them afterwards. Yeah. But it's like that. So for that reason, like my dad and other traveller men would be so scared to I don't know, have their daughters seen in a particular light as well. So it's it's this circle that goes around and around and around and it takes people to go against No, 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 I, I get it, I get it, and I, and I can understand how complicated that could and be. It's not it, everyone, it's not everyone. There is people that are so stigmatised and, and, and marginalised and like put on their own and they're judged as this big bold traveller that's horrible in society when they're the one that's been judged their whole life. Well, well listen, Huey, I, I'm, running, I'm running out of time. It's been lovely talking to you, but what, what's, by the way, what's happening now? I mean, what's the future for Huey Mon? I mean, people are looking forward, obviously, to being on television because you've, they find you extremely entertaining apart from I anything else. I want to do more TV, definitely, but I don't know what kind. I don't know have you been offered of anything else? Have you, is there a plan? I have been, but I, can't, I have a huge plan very soon. It's probably the best thing, the biggest thing I've ever oh, wow, done. But you're not allowed to tell me. Is that I what you're going to tell me? I tell you a simple... I can't Can you give me a clue, a hint? No, it's just a big show for a big channel, and it's and I'm going somewhere, and it's going to be really fun. And so I is it not going to? So is that a hint? Is it not going to be in Ireland? Oh, you'll have to wait and see, sir. Huey, it's been a pleasure talking to you. You're a lovely individual. Listen, it's really thanks been nice so talking much. to you, and thanks, thanks very thanks much for, indeed. Thanks for talking about this topic and whatever. So thank you. All right, see you. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.